It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charboil and El Bandito. Welcome to the fiesta. o'clock thursday night podunkradio.com here we are man it's charball and el bandito and you're listening to the power hour of love how's everybody doing tonight oh that's right you can hear us but we can't hear you soon we will and that's why you want to tune into our show next week not just a regular weekly show but el bandito tell them what it is it is our super special one year anniversary show and man we've never had one yet but let's tell you this it's going to be one of our biggest shows ever tell them why el bandito because we're going to be coming at you live from 10 till midnight that's right we're going to be rocking out a legendary two-hour show that's going to be super packed with all sorts of exciting guests we're going to have some guest interviews we're going to have some live in studio peoples and things here and we're going to have lots of special surprises and prizes because not only is it our special one-year anniversary two-hour show but it is also our tribute to valentine's day absolutely last year that's how we kicked it off and man what a great show it was and yeah this year we're gonna make it even bigger and better and that's the way senor Boyle likes it i don't do small (laughs) absolutely el bandito but let's not get too excited about next week because we still have this awesome week which is packed full of good stuff starting off with today the very special holiday groundhog's day oh man you know People can definitely feel like the movie Groundhog's Day because tomorrow this is going to get loaded up to McPatch's Media Podbean and they could listen to the same show that we have tonight, but on demand whenever they want. So you can hear it all over again. Absolutely. You can hear it all over again. Absolutely. (laughs) It's been an awesome week. And of course, last weekend, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a super awesome time. We went down to Lake Park, and we were checking out the Back Alley Art Festival down at the Kelsey Theater. Oh, man, what a great time. What a great setup. Great people, good crowds. And yeah, just just a fun time. And a lot of sexy women. Oh, my God. I don't know what Lake Park's doing, but keep it going on. Absolutely, man. And we got a very special treat for you guys, because a little later on in the show, we're going to play a couple of our adventures and interviews that we collected while we were down there. Yeah, we had a super great time meeting a lot of interesting vendors, and we also got to be caressed and loved on by some beautiful products. Absolutely, man. So you guys stay tuned later on because we're going to be playing those. It's going to be a real blast. But the weekend didn't end just with the uh, Back Alley Art Festival. We also got to watch Royal Rumble. The clock that starts the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, that bumper is probably about as exciting as the Royal Rumble got for me. (laughs) I don't know. It just didn't seem all that exciting. You know, they had announced 22 different participants, and then they left another, like, eight to just be, like, random people. And it's usually, like, legendary superstars or people from NXT or something crazy. Like, anyone can come in there and it'd be, like, really exciting. Um, But instead it was, like, it started with that guy Callisto and was pretty much he set the pace for every unknown entrant that uh, appeared, you know? <laughs> that sucked. It was just kind of lackluster to me, the the whole thing. You know, I mean, it was nice when Brock Lesnar came in. Oh, man, that was so exciting. And then, like, two seconds later, Goldberg just tosses him out like a rag doll. <laughs> oh, that got me so excited. Yeah, that was, like, my favorite part. I was like, that's freaking super cool. I mean, I'm really pushing for Goldberg. I, I hope he, you know, does a lot now that he's back. You know, I hope he really kicks Brock Lesnar's ass. I, I don't like him, but <laughs> I can't believe he won. But yeah, the early matches were just kind of boring and everything and I I don't know, it's just it, it, it wasn't as fantastical, it wasn't as much spectacle as I usually think of when I think of the Royal Rumble. So, I don't know. Absolutely, man. I thought it was a terrible idea to have Roman Reigns come in as number 30, that like coveted number 30 spot. Man, I freaking hated that. And he had already fought earlier in like a completely boring like universal title match, and the last thing we would want was for him to be a contender for like another boring match at WrestleMania. Oh, man, that was too much. I I mean, the guy's got his merit or whatever, you know. I'm sure he's very good and 
You know, he's he's. Uh, but they give him like the gimmicky, stupid, like super punch and the spear. And that move was amazing. Those are like kind of boring moves. I know Goldberg does the spear too, but still, they're not very technical wrestling moves. So I don't really like them as much. And considering he's fighting like Kevin Owens in the earlier match, he to me he really didn't have any business being in the Rumble. You know, so. But hey, what can you do? Absolutely, man. All in all, the earlier matches were okay. I mean, I don't hate Randy Orton. I love he's like a vine god. So you know. <laughs> I was so happy that he won. Yeah, just because it wasn't Roman Reigns, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool to have him win. And you know, maybe he'll make something out of it. I don't know. So we'll see. Man, that Vince McMahon, he always has the best ideas. But all in all, anytime, regardless of how good the matches were, how bad they were, whatever, it's always a really super fun time. So I'm glad we got together and we got to watch this exciting event. And we'll watch and see what happens as the rest of the road to WrestleMania unfolds. Man, I can't wait for WrestleMania. <laughs> so yeah, it was definitely a real blast to see Royal Rumble. Now we can't wait to see what happens from now till WrestleMania 33, which is taking place in Orlando, Florida. That's right. It's in our backyard. So we're going to follow the road to WrestleMania from here on out. We're going to keep all of you exciting fans up to date with all of everything that's going on. And we're going to be your number one source for WrestleMania news. Yeah, and you know, we love our sports entertainment. But it might surprise you, but certain times of the year, we do actually get into some of the other sports that are going on. Or maybe we just watch this for the <laughs> commercials. Yeah, and the interest of being like, hey, we may be super geeks and super fans and superheroes, but we do like to bridge the gap, extend the olive branch, and on occasion, try to enjoy the same things that the sportos fanatical men's like to do. And we like to sit down and check out the Super Bowl. Absolutely. You know, being superheroes, we should at least watch the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure for the first like three years, you thought that was some kind of soup contest for you. I did. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty disappointed when I found out it was just a bunch of dudes running up and down a field. But hey, you know, it does, you know, it's been around for a really long time. This mm -hmm. is the 51st edition. Look you at know. that. 51st, man. Woo. Yeah, yeah. It's been around for quite a bit. And this year it's featuring the Atlanta Falcons versus the New England Patriots. Ooh, and I, I have to say, I'm a longtime Patriots fan. I love Boston. I love New England. They have so much rich culture up there. I, they don't really let me hang around, but, you know, I try to get up there when I can, and I really enjoy it. So I will have a big double thumbs up and fingers crossed for the New England Patriots to take it home. Well, you know, El Bandito, I do like New England clam chowder. I think this uh, this time around, I'm going to have to choose the Atlanta Falcons because, you know, they're kind of the underdogs, mm -hmm. you know. And they, <laughs> Is that a Michael Vick joke? <laughs> <laughs> and I they, think they're overdogs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, they've only been to the Super Bowl one time before and mm -hmm. they lost. That was yeah. way back at Super Bowl 33. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, like, I mean, the Patriots have, like, been to the Super Bowl like a whopping eight times, but they've only won four, so they've also lost four. So, I mean... I mean, I think this will be a pretty interesting game. Yeah, I have a 50-50 chance of, of winning our, our Super Bowl bet. Oh, the fans haven't heard about our bet yet. Why don't you go ahead and tell them about it, man? No, oh, we, we have a very special bet that all of you beautiful peoples can enjoy yourselves because what we're doing is we're doing the touch myself bet. Oh, man, that sounds pretty sexy. <laughs> I'll tell them a little bit about this one. Yeah, so the thing goes is that whoever loses the bet has to perform the Divinals classic song, Touch Myself. You know, I, well, I don't want to, I don't want to start singing because, <laughs> hey, you know what? It might be me that has to do it in two weeks. But of course, you know, we don't know the lyrics to every song off the top of our head. So probably, you know, not for the anniversary show, but the week after we'll be fulfilling the bet. So in two weeks, we'll have the loser sing that classic song on the air. Yeah, well, I have a feeling, El Bandito, you're going to be singing some songs that week. <laughs> well, that's good, because honestly, I do know every word to that song. <laughs> oh, man, well, we'll just have to see. Hey, El Bandito is the expert in all sorts of touching, myself and others. Wait, you know all the words to that song? <laughs> of course. You know all the words to that song? Of course. Hey, I think it's happening again, El Bandito. Ooh, it's that Groundhog's Day syndrome coming in. I, I think we better jump to a musical break quick before... Uh, you know, any more Groundhog Day action sets us back. Well, man, you know, one great way to blast you out of uh, Groundhog's Day is another awesome track by Coins. This one's called Root Down. Yeah. I 
And that was Coins with Root Down. I don't know about you, El Bandito, but I think Coins has been killing it with these Beastie Boys Daft Punk mashups. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. I mean, you really can't seem to go wrong with a, a good mashup, especially when you have such talented artists who really weave the two songs together. Then they make a fine tapestry of beautiful music. Absolutely, man. And, you know, in a future episode, we'll have to feature some of Coins's own original, you know, produced uh, tracks. But, yeah, definitely as far as a mashup artist, like, I mean, yeah, he's just rocking it, man. I mean, I, I, I could just listen to that in my car every day. Oh, totally. It's good cruising music, you know. It just gets you in the zone. It kind of has all those familiar tones of great songs that you love, but presented in a new, exciting, fun way, which is kind of what you want every day. You want every day to be... As good as the day before, but exciting and new. Absolutely, man. Very cool. Well, hey, man, you know, after that great song and a very exciting first segment, you know, I think it's time to give everybody some podunk news. Okay, so what have we got going on in the world of podunk news today? Oh, man. Well, first up on the top of the list, this one's actually a really cool news blip. Jack White, of famously known from, from the White Stripes and, and doing his solo recordings, he's planning on opening a vinyl pressing factory in Detroit, Michigan. Ooh, the, um, uh, that's not the Windy City, that's Chicago. What, what is the moniker for the RoboCop City? Is that what the, Detroit is? Oh, no, that, that, that's uh, uh, the Delta City, isn't it? Wasn't that, I know it was built on Detroit, <laughs> but uh, I think that wasn't it, wasn't it Delta yeah, City? Yeah, well, I don't know. I think they may have renamed it or something like yeah, that. But Detroit's the Rock City, right? The, what well, is Detroit Rock City, but I think it's also known, isn't it the Motor City? There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure, you know, being that, you know. I'm still there. working on my American city names, so that's good. Hey, man, you better make sure those papers <laughs> are up enough. You know, vinyl's definitely really popular again nowadays, you know, with all these record stores and people wanting to collect for that vintage sound. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we saw a lot of that at the Back Alley Art Festival. People not only listening to vintage music and buying vintage records, but also using them and incorporating them in different artworks and things. Absolutely, man. And what's really cool, aside from, like, bringing back an old style. That's in Detroit, you know, because Michigan and the Motor City has been hit hard with like the motor industry and everything like that. So turning around and being like, hey, I'm going to create a bunch of jobs in that area. is probably like a huge boon for them. So is, is that what it's doing? Like creating a bunch of jobs for them? Yes. It's saying that this should be able to create up to 60 jobs for local residents. Wow. Okay. I know when it comes to like the scope of a city or state, that may not seem like a lot of jobs, but for those 60 people, that's going to be amazing. So, I mean, kudos to Jack White. That's totally awesome, man. You're bringing back like some legendary type of music and making it pressed and available again. And you're also helping and supporting a city that we all love. You know, it's, sure, it's the Motor sure. City, Detroit Rock City. It's the home of so much greatness. Like, we, we, we got to keep the dream alive. You know it, man. So, what else is going on in the world of Podunk? Ooh, well, it looks like also in the news, an interesting, cool little story we saw was that Iron Maiden and Ghost are going to tour the U.S. Oh, man, talk about an action-packed show right there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're talking two iconic rock legends from different eras kind of coming together to bridge the gap of space and time itself. And whatever the fuck, Ghost is also bridging space, time, <laughs> death, life, afterlife, you know? They're bridging everything to bring us good music. So those guys are awesome. I love their videos. They have such a weird, eclectic feel to them, uh -huh. you know? And they're just creepy and bizarre, but so engaging, like you can't look away. What was the one we saw where the people are, like, doing the high school dance? Oh. And the kids are, like, dressed as what Ghost? Is that? I think it's called... Uh uh, Cerise or Circle or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Had yeah, a very carry kind of feel yeah. to it. Like and the guy like who wins over the girl that he likes uh, from. Yeah. Uh, it's good. We'll have to post up a link to it or something. So yeah, it looks like the majority of the tour is going to take place in June and July, but the Florida date seems like it's going to be in June. So we're going to keep an eye out for that because we probably definitely want to go. <laughs> oh, you know it, man. You know, it's like you got, you know, classic, like you said, Iron Maiden, you know, mm -hmm. legendary. I mean, when you see some of the photos from their concerts over in, uh, like, you know, Britain and stuff like that, like, I mean, you want to talk about so sold out shows. I mean, we're talking like close to like a million people at some wow. of these shows. I mean, there's huge, you know, and um, there's definitely no alternative facts on those numbers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, you know, definitely, with, like you said, with, with Ghost's popularity now, it, it's just going to be cool to see 
these new age icons and, you know, the classic Iron Maiden, you know, Iron Maiden, you know, number of the beast, you know, it kind of <laughs> messes, it meshes great with what. Oh, Ghost with Ghost, to yeah, what, what they're doing. And what's cool is I hope that show is going to be in Pompano, right? Because we can get some rock and roll ribs too. Oh, <laughs> you mean down Coral Springs. Oh, yes, is that in Coral yes, Springs? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm but still no, learning my cities. Remember <laughs> we discussed that earlier? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm sh- I, I'd have to say they're going to have to have that one in, in Fort Lauderdale because it's just going to be killer. But we're, we'll yeah. have to keep our ear open. Open for that oh, one. definitely. If they do it down at the BB&T, you know, I've been there a number of times to see shows, and they have a great setup there, so that, that ought to be pretty rocking. Awesome, man. Well, the next piece is a really cool uh, piece of charitable news that's coming out. Jonathan Davis of the band Corn has released a custom T-shirt. The proceeds will go towards anti-bullying and anti-suicide charities. Oh, yeah. Those are some major issues that we're having right now, especially a lot with young people, which sucks. Absolutely, you know? man. I mean, you know, let's face it, you know, bullying has kind of always been around. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think nowadays in the age of social media and stuff, it, yeah. it, they've, they've said that it, it doesn't give a person a chance to escape. Because yeah. while they might get bullied at school or at the bus stop, like... The bullying continues mm-hmm. constantly, and definitely, like you said, that could definitely lead to some yeah, suicidal... Yeah, it's, it's, it's hitting up your Facebook page, it's hitting up your Twitter, your Instagram, your email, your phone, just all the time. So it's like you're, the, the cyberbullying yeah. is ridiculous, you know, and it your really wears on kids have no people, other you know? world, you know, that's their world. Yeah, you know? I mean, just... when, when we were kids, it was nice. You got beat up in the play yard, whatever, you went home, <laughs> you got to play with your action figures, read your comics, and forget about it for a while, you know? Start but... working out, and you'll beat those kids. <laughs> no, start, start working on your computer skills so you can get a good job on the radio and then <laughs> have them all wash your car. But, you know, <laughs> awesome. Why would, they, why would they always keep Biff around washing their car back to the future? Did, like, didn't that guy try to rape his mom? That's like, true. <laughs> that was kind of, yeah. I, mean, I, was I wouldn't like, want him washing my... I mean, I guess you want to keep an eye on him, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'd like let him because you know you're probably not always gonna be there. And, you know, Lorraine <laughs> might be like better by herself, but yeah, yeah I, uh, I bet he's gonna give it two coats of wax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. A, a great, you know, we'll definitely post a link to the to the t shirt and stuff for everyone. Yeah, to pick up all, all, all kidding aside, yeah. it's it's definitely something that we're proponents of, you know, getting rid of and and helping and making sure to stop bullying and to help people deal with the emotional stress that bullying causes. So they're both like great causes. We'd love to support that. If you want to support Jonathan Davis of Corn. Go ahead and try to grab this limited edition T-shirt. We'll try to grab a link to that and post it on our Facebook in the upcoming days so that we can all support this like really great charity. Absolutely, man. And now this last piece of news you kind of like put in my ear just before the show, and I think it's really <laughs> cool. So let them have it, El Bandito. Yeah, I'm going to drop it on you. How do you like that? Oh, man, that's <laughs> perfect. Drop it like it's hot. This is the news about the Tower of Terror. We all know the classic drop ride out oh, in Disneyland, right? Yeah, yeah, Twilight Zone inspired. Yeah, now most people out in California know that the ride has been closed for a while now oh. because they're revamping it, right? And a lot of people are really upset because they're like, oh, man, we don't want the Tower of Terror to go away. Oh, it's classic, you know? yeah. And I totally understand that, but by the same token, since they had to revamp it anyways, Mm -hmm. they actually took a big press junket through, showed the ride, and made the big announce trailer that they are going to redo the entire ride in the style of Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? (laughs) Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so it's going from being this scary, anticipatory ride where you're kind of waiting to see, oh, what's happening, the suspense build and the anxiety and then the big fall, Uh to being an action-packed ride where they say from the moment you get in there, you're falling, you're, you know, shooting towards the sky, you're going (laughs) left, you're going right. They say it's going to be all over the place. It's going to utilize a lot of the effects and things from the Tower of Terror, but Mm. the whole thing is being redone into the collector's... Uh, like mansion. Oh, that should be really cool. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like almost like a prison in itself, huh? Yeah, exactly. And what it is is that the the characters from the Guardians of the Galaxy have all been captured and put on display in his oh. uh, like m- museum, so to speak. I, I can't think of the word for it, but you know, it's his yeah, his it's collection. collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then apparently Rocket Raccoon has escaped. Oh, and we'll cool. be enlisting the aid of the participants of the ride to help free the other members of the Guardians of the Galaxy so that they can go out and guard the galaxy. <laughs> well, I, I, I know the question that's going to be on the lips of all the uh, female Guardians of the Galaxy fans. Is Baby Groot going to make an appearance? <laughs> well, from from the sound of things, uh, Groot will be in the ride. Whether or okay. not he will be a baby or not is yet to be seen. Okay. But we do know that the original cast 
will be voicing all of the characters and doing all of their acting and stuff oh, like that for cool. the ride. Cool. And that, um, like I said, Rocket Raccoon will be kind of accompanying you on the ride. Okay. And they okay. say it's a very elaborate setup where things around you move and it's like he's crawling through the vents of the place, but you never like really see him. Okay. But he's always around. Well, it's Disney, you, so yeah, yeah, they're gonna make it cool. You know, yeah, those Imagineers so, are just amazing. Oh, totally. And what they're saying is that not only is this a cool ride and a cool setup, but the entire attraction is set to be a giant Easter egg hunt. Whereas oh. you're going through it, like because it's the collector's collection, they will have references to all of the Marvel movies, to all of the Marvel universe, to comic book tropes that have never made it into films. Wow. They even say that you know executive producer Joe Casado, who's a longtime editor of Marvel Entertainment, mm -hmm. was there. And he was telling people that, yeah, we even have props in the ride that are being built and constructed that will be featured in Marvel movies yet to come. Wow. So, this sounds amazing. I mean, like I said, I love Twilight Zone, so mm -hmm. I hate to see the tower go, but this is a very suitable replacement. This isn't no get rid of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and replace <laughs> it with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You know, I mean, this <laughs> that ride is, was the Pooh. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. You know, that sounds great, man. And I mean, I remember they were also able to kind of tweak the Tower of Terror to make you drop like different times. Yes. So like you didn't know how many times you were going to go up and down. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you, if you think if they match that probability in there too, yes. like you just, you, you never know how many like, times you're going <laughs> to go. You're hitting the nail on the head because yeah. they totally said that every time your course will not be the same going through oh, the collector's cool. collection. Uh, how Man. the experience is going to be different every time. So it sounds great. I can't. We're going to have to try to make it out there for the grand <laughs> opening. Yeah, they haven't announced a release date for the grand opening. This is for the Disneyland Park in California. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And but it seems like they'll probably follow suit. You know, in the upcoming year to uh, you know revamp the one in Orlando at Disney World and then go from there. But awesome. Man. While we're waiting for that. I'm sure we can enjoy this amazing track from Danimal Cannon called Legacy.
And that was Danimal Cannon with Legacy. What'd you think of that one, El Bandito? Oh, man. I know to a lot of people that may seem like, boy, that's kind of just a really long instrumental thing. But I can tell you without a doubt, that's one of the awesomest live performances to see. Danimal Cannon is very special because his instruments of choice are a guitar and a Game Boy. He composes all of his of his tracks combining the two. So stuff that he can also write on his Game Boy, you know, like the particular backtrack. And then of course, then he adds the guitar and stuff like that and plays the guitar. Sometimes that goes into the Game Boy and produces these awesome tracks. Yeah, so he's literally like playing the guitar and the notes coincide to different notes he has preset inside the Game Boy. And we're talking like that classic, like giant gray yeah, Game Boy, yeah, you know? Yeah. And he is making that thing sing, man. Absolutely, man. And yeah, uh, Danimal Cannon's also been featured in such bands as Arm Cannon, you know, so he plays guitar Mm -hmm. for them. And he's from uh, Buffalo, New York. That's the original town that uh, Green Jello originated in. So definitely it's it's still producing some awesome musicians. (laughs) He's appeared in many YouTube videos. He's also done a TED Talks. And we've definitely seen him at the, uh, our classic Nerdapaloozas. Absolutely. Yeah. And like we said, it was a real pleasure to see him like live in person and to see the way he can just make that Game Boy sing. It is it is pretty epic. Absolutely. You can check out some more of his stuff on Bandcamp under Danimal Cannon. And also, I just found out that he does have a Wikipedia article. So you can go there and read up some more on the awesome stuff that Danimal has put into his canon. <laughs> Very cool, senor. Well, speaking of really awesome, cool, super things. It's now time for us to play the interviews that we took at the really awesome Back Alley Art Festival that we were at last weekend. Let's hear them. Hey, this is Charbol, and with me always is... El Bandito. And we're here at the Back Alley Art Festival down in Lake Park, right here near the Brewhouse Gallery and the Kelsey Theater. Man, we're having a great time tonight, aren't we, El Bandito? Oh, absolutely, senor. It's always a pleasure to be down here by the Kelsey Theater. And now they're having this wonderful art festival today, and there's all sorts of beautiful women's and all sorts of beautiful artwork. So if you're uh, you know, looking for something amazing to do, the Brewhouse Gallery always has this beautiful artwork on display, and they have all the information and business cards of all these wonderful vendors that are here today. So you have to come on down and check out some of the beautiful, beautiful stuff. Absolutely, man. And I don't know if this is an annual event or if it's uh, more of, you know, every few months. But, yeah, this is it's a beautiful day. You know, Florida is always one of those states where you just never know what you're going to get as far as the weather goes. But, yeah, definitely here it's, uh, you know, it's it's been really nice and cool out. So we're we're definitely enjoying the times and we're going to go around and we're going to get some interviews real soon with some of the other vendors that we have here. But also it's a very special uh, time because we're here also with the crew from underground horror radio we got justin and nicole here and we got the booth set up with mcpatches media lots of uh, wonderful artwork uh, got some uh, books for sale and all of our lovely flyers from podunk radio okay so stick around and in a few minutes we're going to play some amazing interviews with these very talented artists all right, hey, this is Charbel back again here at the Back Alley Art Festival down in Lake Park. We're here representing McPatch's Media and Podunk Radio. If you haven't heard about McPatch's Media, you better go check it out over on Podbean, our place where you can get all of our episodes on demand for completely for free go check them out lots of great tunes lots of great stories and with me right now is the owner of not only podunk radio but also mcpatches media justin mcpatches hey how's it going today everybody Man, I'm telling you, Justin, I mean, this this was a really great idea to come on down here to Lake Park and party with the people down here near the Kelsey Theater and the Brew House. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I haven't been down here, like, in a while. I grew up here, but, uh, yeah, the, inside the uh, Brew House Gallery, it's super nice. They have a lot of cool shit in there, um, just beautiful artwork um, on, on the wall, and plus they have pictures hung up of different styles, photography, uh, oil paintings. They had some neon stuff too that was really day glow. Very cool. Um, a lot of different craft beers too. That's pretty sweet. Absolutely, man. And I actually had to use the restroom in there. And even the restroom was really cool. It was all yeah, yeah, it was all arted out and I had a little chalk. I went and I made sure I put some podunk yeah, radio in there. The uh, like all this stuff, like podunk in one side, not for air, underground horror, renegade, I'll just horror everything. 
Oh, there you go, man. Well, that's that sounds great, man. And yeah, down here, you know, we got the. Uh, oh, we also got. Hey, oh. hey, hold on. Were you were you talking about horse? We're talking about horse over here, and you guys didn't invite me. I don't know what happened. I was too busy looking. I, I I do, of course, I do. El Bendito always does, but you know, I was having such a good time looking at all this beautiful artwork and stuff here that Justin McBatches does. It's very interesting. He has a very eclectic style of a number of very different things here, which is kind of more like horror-related artwork, I would say. It has a lot of um, Nightmare Before Christmas and Jaws, some cool Jason stuff, and I like the way you even have a series of paintings that you do right on antique records and things. And that is really cool because you can hang those right on the wall like it's like your gold record. And they come in various different types. You know, they have like abstract sort of paintings. And then you have more like traditional sort of paintings that are like look like characters and things. So like what what, what is your inspiration for doing this kind of artwork? Um, a while ago, I, I bought um, from an art show uh, Darth Vader spray painted on a record. And uh, I thought that was really cool. So it's hanging up in the office. And so I'm like, well, I want to do stuff on records because I like records anyway. And um I didn't just take the, the idea for doing um, stencils, which I have some stencils. I make all my stencils myself. I hand do everything. Um, but I thought just painting on records would be cool because it's actually really cool to hang up because in the center of the record, obviously, you have the hole where you put the record on the record player, but you could put a thumbtack right in the middle and just on your wall right in the center. So that's what I did, and I'm like, okay, that'd be cool. Let's, let's do some stuff and see what comes out. So I've been working on it since October, but last month and a half i'd say i've been really jamming it out yeah i love the idea the concept of putting it on the record so that you could put it just straight through the center and it's really like a borderless piece of art yeah which is nice because you can get it to like match the wall decor and other things that you have and but i love how eclectic everything you have is because you have tiles that are painted to match like poster boards that are painted to match canvases to match the records so you can get a whole series of art for a room or for a design or something like that and it's really cool but I have to say my favorite thing that you have here for sale is the San Diego Comic Con exclusive <laughs> that is groovy that sounds like a doctor robot like from here Ruby. no it no, sounds really great cool though, that's yeah. totally the way it was in the movie you had that gravelly sort of groovy I absolutely love it so you know if you're looking for some horror related artwork Justin McPatches is the person to see you can find him anywhere on McPatches Media or Podunk Radio Facebook. so hit him up on Facebook on anywhere you can and tell him to personally photograph individually all these pieces of art and show you and email them to you one by one there you go perfect yeah, do that, and um, you know, of course, we got all the radio shows and podcasts still, um, and then we're making a move to England, so we'll be over there doing stuff. But uh, we still got, of course, Florida representative Charbroil and El Bandito here in Florida for us, rocking it here in beautiful Sunshine State. So that's awesome as well. But yeah, we're here at the Back Alley Art Gallery now at the Brew House and the Kelsey Theater in Historic Lake Park. Um, it's a nice area. The theater, I haven't been in the theater yet, but the Brew House looks nice. I'm sure the theater looks good. Um, it's just a lot of cool artists out here, so it's awesome to do this. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, Love yeah, you guys are here. All, all the artwork and everything here is fantastic. They, it looks like they just finished up the mural on the backside of the building. Yeah, it, it is fantastic. You know, it, is, it goes the entire scales, the length of the building. They have graffiti artists right here doing it. So it's, it's really fun and exciting, and, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have a lot of people want to be coming to see this. So you're definitely going to want to come and see it. Oh, yeah. All right, well, that sounds good for right now. We're going to go walk around a little more and see if we can grab some more interviews. But everyone, keep listening and rock on here on Podunk Radio. Here we have Beard Bomb's Brush with Jordan. How's it going today, Jordan? It's going very well, thank you. Awesome, man. Well, we got a chance to look at some of your products earlier, man. I got to say, these things look awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Uh, yeah, it's uh, essentially a brush that's made out of beard balm. So as you use it, it puts the stuff into your beard that you should be putting in there anyway, but that takes so long, nobody really wants to do it. Absolutely, man, it smells fantastic. I know Jordan was nice enough to give me a sample earlier, and like all day I've been walking around and as the breeze hits the beard, I have that nice smell of uh, rosemary going in there. And, and man, I gotta say, you know, we're, we're kinda into like the, the nerdier side of things, like, you know, video games and stuff, and these things totally remind me of like the shells from like, you know, Super Mario Brothers with the spikes on them. No, hey, it's McPatches. I was just looking at them like, looks like a Koopa shell. Like the, the, the turtle spike in like a Mario Kart. It looks like kind of like that or just like Koopa's back. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Is there a reasoning behind the shape? I know you said they are, uh, you know, for like a brush, but uh, anything for the design or do you do different shapes as well? Um, so right now we just have one uh, design that we do and I sculpted it. I had to like get out the clay 
the actual the the way that I made it is the first time I prototyped it, I made some stinking Play-Doh, like homemade Play-Doh, and I pushed it down, and then I used the like a colored pencil to stick down into it, and so that I could do some rapid prototyping, just get a feel for it. Um, and so it's like, oh, let's play with that. Let's let's look at it. Um, so absolutely, man. Well, it's definitely eye catching, you know, and like I said, I, I was mentioning to Jordan earlier that, uh, you know, looking at the, uh, back alley, uh, art festivals, uh, Facebook page, he had made a post and just seeing the design definitely was like, I got to check that out when we come on out to the festival. So this is really cool. Also, I got here El Bandito with us. What do you think of the, uh, beard bomb brush? Oh, I absolutely love it, senor. You know, it's pretty amazing because, you know, we come out here and they were nice enough to give us this sample and we get to put it right in our beards and you get to comb it down with the nice little spikes and things on it. You know, you take your little spikes and you run it in your beard there and it feels like, ooh, a sensual woman just rubbing into your beard and you're like, oh, I love this. And it has this effervescent kind of, you know, scent to it. So it's just, ooh, invigorating you and getting your sex drive up. It's perfect for all the beautiful people out there who want to get a nice, clean, beautiful beard and attract all the ladies with the sexy effervescence. Jordan, can you tell us, like, do you have a website or a Facebook page that people can come check out the product and maybe order some online? Yeah, so you can find us online if you search for us, Beard Bomb Brush. That's one of the easiest ways. Um, we also have a website. We just launched an Indiegogo campaign, and so we're trying to get people there to help support us. Obviously, uh, we think this is a great idea, but if, only, if we're the only ones, then it's not going to be sustainable. So we need to get people there and find out if this is something that people actually want. Um, they can go to the site. It's, I mean, Indiegogo, Beard Bomb Brush, um, or HTTPS, and then colon backslash backslash IGG dot ME backslash AT backslash Beard Bomb Brush. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be sure to post a link to that up on our Facebook page and get the word out. And thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Uh, actually, maybe we can talk a little bit after the show and see if we can't work out some kind of special deal for your listeners. Sounds great, man. I know they'll love that. All right. This is Charbel El Bandito, McPatches from Underground Horror Radio and Jordan signing off for now. But we're going to be right back with some more interviews. Bye now. Well, those were our wild adventures at the Back Alley Art Festival. We hope you guys enjoyed them as much as we did. We had a real blast, lots of great vendors. And, uh, you know, here we're going to lead into our next uh, musical break with Tropical Depression with Confetti. And tired head Let me sleep in my own bed They say home is where the heart is I left my heart on your carpet Remember when you used to say That it would never ever be this way Look at you now, your hands in your face Wonder how that pain was taste Thank you. 
And that was Tropical Depression with Confetti. Oh, man, it's always good to hear some new upcoming music from some rising stars in the local scene. Oh, absolutely, man. And, you know, that's a killer track. I mean, you know, it's it's great when you get to hear something new for the first time and be like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, man. You know, and it's like the one thing about the Treasure Coast and South Florida, you know, there's always something new coming around the bend. So it's like... It's exciting, like when we get these submissions and stuff like that to to review on the air and play, and it, it's just great to always hear new tracks coming our way. Oh, definitely! And the Power Hour of Love is all about spreading the love and keeping it coming. Absolutely. So, <laughs> if you have an upcoming track, or your friend has a track, or something that you'd like to send in and have us play, be sure to email us at powerhouroflove at gmail dot com. Yeah, or you can hit us up on our Facebook page. We're at Power Hour of Love, and you can hit us up there. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that, that was a real great track. We look forward to hearing some more from Tropical Depression. Great name for a Florida band, too. <laughs> no, totally. But, okay, so, yeah, if you want your song played on the air here at the Power Hour, go ahead and get in touch with us. But also, if you want your event listed in our exciting events section, then you can hit us up, you know, at powerhouroflove at gmail.com as well. Absolutely. And if you're wondering what we're talking about, here is our exciting events segment. <laughs> Absolutely, El Bandito. I'll take it from the top here. Well, Coming up tomorrow, February 3rd, which is Friday. Yes, you know, we all love when Fridays come rolling around. We got the Treasure Coast Pirate Festival. Arr. Absolutely, man. That's going to be taking place up there in Fort Pierce. It's a free event. Nice. But they are asking for a $2 donation, which is, would be greatly appreciated, but not necessary. It's going to start up at 2 p.m. It's open all weekend. Featuring the Body Boys, Abenach, A-Tribe, and a Living History Pirate Encampment, and much, much more. Ooh, that's awesome. I'm excited about the History Pirate Encampment. You know, we have so much history around Florida sure. about the pirates, especially being the Treasure Coast and Fort yep. Pierce and everything like yep. that. And I have to say, they've opened a lot of exhibits, and then they just recently did that History Day Festival in Fort Pierce. And it's like, we have a ton of history there. You know, yes. There's a lot of cool stuff to go check out. So again, this is a, a free event, the Treasure Coast Pirate Fest. Come on down and check it out. Like we said, man, it, the donation is greatly appreciated. Sure. Come on, it's $2, $3. Sh show them a fiver for any cheapskate that's not going to donate their two bucks. <laughs> you know, Help them out. Help preserve some of the awesome history that we have here on the Treasure Coast. Absolutely, man. And that's just going to be the start of an action-packed weekend. Because on February 4th, which is Saturday night, going down at the awesome stamp up in Vero Beach, we've got Playing With Blood, Church Girls, KTM, and Put to an End. Ooh, now that's a pretty exciting lineup right there. And that's going to kick off at 9 p.m. And according to my notes here, it looks like this is also going to be a free event. Woo! But make sure you bring some cash to support these guys and these great bands because I know they got merch, they got CDs to sell. And plus, you're going to have to get, you know, you're going to have to wet your whistle at the stamp. Yeah, definitely, you know. So throw a couple bucks down towards the stamp you know short yourself one or two beers and grab some <laughs> cool merchandise to take home because then you can enjoy that music over and over and over again and i mean you know we gotta throw some shout outs we got jamie lee you know mm. of the church girls and ktm he's gonna be pulling <laughs> double duty that night so can't wait to hear that and plus our homeboy joe dyer rocking it out with the return of playing with blood joe dyer much love absolutely <laughs> So why don't you take on the next uh, event, El Bandito? What's going on down at the oh. Kelsey Theater? Well, it turns out that on February 7th, the following Tuesday, my event is so much better than your event. <laughs> 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 well, they've got Mickey Avalon coming down to the Kelsey Theater in Lake Park. Wow, Mickey Avalon? That's that's a pretty uh, wild act to have coming to South Florida. <laughs> you know, like you like you mentioned, you know, you, you know, he definitely has that classic hit my dick yeah that and was from the uh harold and kumar guantanamo bay movie you know so hey having a guy talking about big dicks coming down to the state that kind of looks like a big dick <laughs> it seems like a match made in heaven he also has a uh he also has another track called fucking them all <laughs> which i'm sure that's a that's a, that's a big hit it sounds like uh, this guy needs to be in a dick shaped state <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also he has a uh uh he has a cover well not really a cover but almost a, a, a reimagining of of stroke me 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Billy we should Squatters. do one of those songs from yeah. our Super Bowl bet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it looks like that one's going to be $15 at the door. And doors open at 7 p.m. Uh, I don't see anything here for any opening acts, but I'm sure they're going to have some local talent rocking out before uh, Mickey Avalon. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely want to get down and see that show. That's Tuesday, February 7th. Can't wait. Then on the uh, following Friday, which is February 10th, perfectly timed, right after our first anniversary show, we've got <laughs> Morbid Movies Presents My Bloody Valentine. Now, don't get it twisted. This isn't the 3D remake that happened a few years ago. No, this is the original 1980s classic, My Bloody Valentine, taking place at Morbid Movies at Movies of Lake Worth. It's only $10 to check out this classic. It starts at 9.30, and the first 100 people in get a free button and also part of their raffle, which also always includes some really awesome items. Oh, definitely. And as always, this is on the big screen. You know, so these are horror classics that they like to play on the big screen down at the movies of Lake Worth. So for only $10, you get the big movie experience. Absolutely, man. We've seen a ton of great old horror flicks on the big screen. And yeah, (laughs) I mean, some of these came out, you know, even when we were little ones. So yeah, (laughs) so like it's kind of cool to get that experience. So much love to Mike and Morbid Movies for bringing these to the South Florida area. And rounding out that weekend, you know, the big, you know, kind of pre-Valentine's Day, uh, well, I guess Valentine's Day, what, falls on like a Tuesday this year? Yeah, something goofy like that. So yeah, Someday you know, that I'm going to call out of work on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to. I know. <laughs> I have lots of women's to please. <laughs> True that. Well, you know, on Saturday, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will be celebrating Valentine's Day, up in Fort Pierce, they are having the Brian Jackson Music Festival 3. This is happening down in downtown Fort Pierce. It's going to be $8 to get into the event. It's running from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. It's featuring many great Florida bands, which, I mean, from what I've heard, they have over like 60 different acts performing at this. So it's going to be massive. There's going to be indoor and outdoor stages. So it should be very cool. Yeah, it sounds like a huge event. Definitely something you want to check out. See all a bunch of local acts, a bunch of acts coming in from out of town. It should be a pretty epic event, a great way to spend the Saturday. And nothing says a better date to preempt Valentine's Day than going out to a really cool concert. I remember last year we did our top 10 ideas for dates. And doing an outdoor venue and a big, beautiful crowd was very high up on the list of an exciting and fun date to really start your weekend off right. Absolutely, man. And from what I've heard... This is actually going to be the final Brian Jackson Music Festival. So what better way to send it off with a bang but to get everybody in town to go out and party down. So yeah, if you want some more information, check them out at www.bjmf3.com. I think it would be hard to pack any more action into that event segment. So why don't we go ahead and call that one a wrap and jump into our next musical break, a classic track from the original Rhythmic Rogue, Word Burglar. Coming at you with the WB. So money, I'm in a rap. No hack, my craft is daft. I'm past your trash. I rap for laughs and laugh when raps are ass. Grass the math like holding a calculator. Try to match the sass. Till you're old with a palpitator. But it's just an unattainable goal. So I'll explain it in whole from my brain to my soul. I break it down like osteoporosis. Like Claudio and Moses. It's costly to oppose this. Now you know this. And no one is half the battle. I keep flowing like drugs and cats and cattle. Rap and dazzle. Stick to the soy blends. Throw away rhymes like Leanne's ex-boyfriend. The style's tight and I flow well. You know I'm sweet. Huh? Like connecting rooms and hotels. Black shoe, zoom tight. I rip the boom mic and flip the jigs. Grip from noon to moonlight. Presume they do quiet. Soon and you might find a cocoon and just swoon. It's too tight. You rock. You just parachutes to me. Cause I'm fat. Like Jerry used to be. Who me? Yeah, me. The 
WB, the word bird to the lurk, you're in trouble, you see. But go ahead and try my hand, end up flat like a frying pan by the man who gets crunker than Iron Man. Word bird, say my name a lot when I rap, and I could give a crap if you got a problem with that. Cause either way, I keep bringing clear and present danger. You ain't a rapper, just a queer, unpleasant stranger. And I'm still here making you spill your beer, cause when you see me, I'm ill. Like ill seer with fine rhymes, flying out the wazoo. Pick up a shoe, make your shoe like the great gazoo. Black shoe, gazoo, tied on grip, boom, I can flip the jizz grip from noon to moonlight. Presume they doom's quiet, soon and you might find a cocoon and just swoon. It's too tight, I knew right. You just parachutes to me, cause I'm fat, like Jam used to be. Who me? Yeah, me. The WB, the word bird to the lurk, you're in trouble, you see. Who me? Yeah, me. WB, the word bird to the lurk, you're in trouble, you see. Come on, you know the vibe I'm on is Cybertron, Monty Python, Leviathan. I'm lying on a gold mine, I call my own mind. It helps me do what most rappers don't. Rhyme. You know how I feel about rap without wordplay. It sucks, like getting a vacuum for your birthday. Or pouring fine wine down the drain. So peep the knowledge, like looking at Einstein's brain. Mason's on the case, son, you know the beats are cool. And I'm bringing more drama than drag queens at Vita School. Man, that question's rhetorical. Act like you know, like that woman who played the oracle. This bar's remarkable, part, your past participle. Wearing bizarre articles, rapping but hard arsenals. You're full of shit, like an arse carnival, you fart particle. I'll leave you hanging like a nard Black shoe, kazoo, tied on grip, boom, I can flip the jizz grip from noon to moonlight. Presume they doom's quiet, soon and you might find a cocoon and just swoon. It's too tight, I knew right, you just parachutes to me, cause I'm fat, like Jared used to be. Who me? Yeah, me. The WB, the word bird to the lurk, you're in trouble, you see. Who me? Yeah, me. The WB, the word bird to the lurk, you're in trouble, you see. Who me? Yeah, me. WB, the word bird to the lurk, you're in trouble, you see. Who am I? You're the dopest. What's my name? I don't know. Oh, the word burglar! <laughs> oh, man. Now, that was an awesome track by Word Burglar titled The WB. Oh, yeah, man. You know, it's, it's it's like I gave him that moniker just now, the rhythmic rogue, because oh. man, it, it's it, I loved it the the first time I heard it, the first time we saw him perform when he said, "I burgle your words, <laughs> I spit them back at you," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy has a gift." Oh yeah, man, yeah, we would much love to burgie, you know. Like you said, we got to meet him a few years ago at the Orlando Nerd Fest. Mm -hmm. You know, been a huge fan of his for many years, you know, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, it it was just so cool to go back to that classic track, which is off of his first release. You know, we've played a lot of his more current stuff, but man, the skills have always been there and Mm it's just awesome. Oh, absolutely. From putting the music together to putting the lyrics together. It's just top notch. Absolutely, man. Well, definitely, El Bandito, it's gotten that time for us to wrap this show up. Oh, it absolutely is. But we'd like to remind all of our beautiful listeners out there just one last time to tune in next week for our great big anniversary show. Oh, yeah, man. That one is going to be a blast. Like you announced earlier, El Bandito, it's going to be two hours of solid freshness. Oh, it totally is, including all new segments, special guests, special music, special tracks, special amazing gifts and prizes for all of you loyal listeners and all of the beautiful people out there who have helped spread the love over the past year. So we want you to come and celebrate with us next week, our one-year anniversary. We can't wait to hear you there. Absolutely, man. And like you said, it's definitely going to be special. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great night. Awesome stuff. Looking forward to see who wins that Super Bowl bet. And we'll see you next week, as El Bandito said, for our our two-hour, one-year spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great. What happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce.